This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just, uh, just, uh, I guess, relaxing. Very excited <laughs> <both>. for the interview. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So how has your week been? Tell us about it. Um, so it's been pretty good. I mean, I just pretty much... Well, finished with, like, my first ever client, I guess you can say. Okay. Yeah, so that was fun. I mean, and, you know, he bought me chocolates, paid for the hotel room, and I'm like, damn, dude. (laughs) So that was pretty good. It was nice. Oh, my God. So I'm talking to you after a first out of this piece. Oh, shit. See, what I love about this podcast because, like I said, we keep it real on this podcast 100%, baby girl. Oh, so, I know. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at your, your feed now, and uh, yeah, I see you at work with my man, Heck Tech Desire. Shouts out to him and stuff. Tell us about how it was working with him. Um, So he was someone that, like, basically kind of didn't know if he was into bigger girls. So... In the beginning, he was like, you know, that let's like, let me just feel you rub your body, whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know, like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. And at the end, we talked about it. We sat down. He was like, can I get your opinion? Like, how do you feel about someone who is attracted to your size, but not attracted to you as a person? Interesting question. Yeah. See, Hector is a very deep person, so <laughs> he got a deep mind. But yeah. And I mean, I'm a deep person too. Like, I can get pretty deep. But other than that, it's like, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, then, since he asked you that question, what was your answer? So I said to him, as a person now, it wouldn't have never bothered, like, it wouldn't bother me. But back then, growing up, it would have. Because you see it as someone looks at you and is attracted to your body, but isn't attracted to you, then that's on them. Like, you can't help who is attracted to you and who isn't attracted to you. And then I said to him, to me, it's more so you're attracted to a bigger girl, but it's like you don't want to date them. You just want to basically fuck them. Mm-hmm. I what you're saying. So, well, I guess by now you figured out that big girls make money in this business, So, and we love them. And me as a retired male talent, and here to say this now, my money, my bones was made off of BBWs and supersized BBWs. So, you know, pretty.
and and it takes a real man to stand up in the big girl. Let's keep it one hundred. <laughs> I I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Yeah, and I mean, I admit, like before I ever got into like doing anything in the industry, I was like, can I actually like make money doing this? Like, do people actually want to see like a bigger girl? And I honestly, for years, was like, you know, let me not, let me not even try. I don't think I could do it. And then something just happened this like past a couple months ago actually and it just like fueled my fire and i was like you know what fuck you fuck your attitude i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna prove you fucking wrong yeah most definitely because i mean um i'm gonna say this and i gotta do the particulars bbw's has porn for years even when i came in in my day they have set many trends. They have actually showed women how to make money in the business, especially on the content creator side of things. You know, because even in my day, they were the main ones that had their own sites and actually was doing content exchange. They were doing the content exchange before it was even fashionable. You know, and like I said, uh, many of your predecessors, such as Farrah Fox, um, um, Wendy Wet. Um, as well as my girl Tanya Sue, um, as and uh, as a couple of them, you know what I'm saying. Trust me, there's nothing sexier than a big, confident big woman. And I yeah. see you have confidence with your red hair because I love your <laughs> gender. So, but look, let me do these particulars. We can get this interview on the road, okay? Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you have to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile today. I'm your host, Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. I know what it is. Porn, music, podcast, social media, all at one link. All my links.com backslash porn rap star. And if you are a content creator, I'm saying this, go to all my links because they're not going to bump you off. Now, we have multiple sponsors. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community. Com. Go to today and mingle, interact, and start or continue your journey into the life of kink. Our other sponsor is Eroticism Magazine. That's right, one of the hottest new magazines on the market today. Full pages full of the sexiest women from around the world. You can get it digital or you can get it hard copy where they mail it to you. All you got to do is go to eroticism.com and get a subscription. And also, file ambassador to excitebunny.com. Go there today. Look up Porn Rap Star. I got uh, the full uncut video audio of of the room if you subscribe as well as my triple x stuff and um also for you content creators you know what's great 90 percent that's right 90 percent you get 90 percent of the profit so get yourself a profile at excitebunny.com and um we are a proud member of the gw district black podcasting network giving you multiple experience of the Ah, giving you multiple experience from black folk and also while you're there you've been done as well as you get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 i'm talking about 500 black owned retailers and shop 
owners. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, so create generational wealth. And I need to tell you, last but not least, the new smoke spot for you to check us out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Go there today, go to my page and listen to the podcast, or you can listen to the radio station, which have me and many other great podcasts for you to listen to. As you can see, you, you, I have a lot to say within that little segment. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so introduce yourself, Sexy. Um, I'm Kelly Kess. And um, with what brought you to the dance? What brought you to doing the dope thing? Um, I'm going to say I've always been interested in doing like adult videos and stuff like that since I was in high school. And I went to Exotica, New Jersey in 2019, met up with a friend of mine now who does content work, camming and everything. And she actually pretty much pushed me to trying. And I mean, even though like in 2019, I went and started trying. 2020, I went to the AVNs and then COVID happened. So I didn't really like push myself to try anything. And recently now I'm like trying to just do a lot. Like, I have so much planned for myself that I'm probably going to end up burning myself out real soon. <laughs> she said she's ready to roll. So how long have you been in the business? Um, I'm going to say I really, really started in 2020. Took a break, though. So then I'm going to say probably since last year. Okay, okay. So 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 you somewhat still in your rookie year per se. Pretty much, yeah. Almost oh, definitely, most definitely. So um when you got in, who was your first shoot or what was your first shoot? Oh boy. Your first time on film. So I didn't use the film, but I know mm-hmm. he did, and it was ten. Okay. And that was in Vegas at the AVNs. And actually, my first video that I posted to, like, OnlyFans, many vids with someone else was with him then because we shot in Exotica, D.C., and we shot a BJ scene. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. So you were just giving him that that that. that. Yeah, did you surprise him? Did you did, 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 did you throw him for a loop? Because because I'm pretty sure that you probably really just went it. You you probably you gave him you gave him your best moves. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I've always been told I give gray heads, so I mean not to brag or anything, but that's what he asked for when we shot. So I was like, okay, hey. Oh, God. So we we, we, we going to get to your blowjob technique. Show, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so with that being said, like, I, in my in my podcast, we talk about everything. But we also talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So with your first shoot or what have you, 
speak to some of the things that he did to make you feel comfortable, make you feel relaxed, you know, to get the best out of you with a shoot. Because, okay, one, this might have been one of your first shoots, you know, period. And it's a difference between when we fucking off camera versus on camera. So, so speak to that. Um. So when it come when it came to that shoot, it was a little bit like a little uncomfortable because I wasn't like fully one hundred percent confident in myself, mm-hmm. and I'll admit that I wasn't. And you could tell, like on camera and that's why i never used the filming of it but like it was a little awkward for me to be honest (laughs) i mean i guess so because i guess so because like i said you was your first time you know being on film it's 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 a different you know it's a different animal but go ahead i'm sorry i'm interrupt. um so basically like it started off where he was asking me a bunch of questions and everything and like I am this shy little awkward turtle person who like just didn't know what to say was like you know what let me just very talk timidly like I don't know what I'm doing or anything and then it was like oh yeah we're just gonna get to like sucking his dick then he's gonna fuck me then he's gonna fuck you in this position and it was just like so weird because I had my friend there, like my roommate at the time, doing like camera work on her camera, trying to fix the lighting and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, this is too much. And like, (laughs) I've watched porn before. So I was like, okay, this is not what it looks like to me. So I'm not even going to use this because I used to compare myself to a lot of different performers and be like, oh, maybe I should make this face. Maybe I should do this noise or whatever. And now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do what I want to do. If people don't like it, people don't like it. Yeah, because people like naturalness. You know, it's, it's, I tell females, don't worry about being sexy on camera. Just work the camera. It's a difference. We want you, but just learn how to you be you to work the camera. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so with that, um, when did you do your first boy girl scene? I did my first boy girl scene at AVNs in 2020. So like okay. right before COVID happened. Okay. And who was that with? That was with Brandon Harrington. Okay then, okay then. So how did y'all meet, connect? You know, how was it set up? Um, so I was actually hitting people up in like their DMs on Twitter and being like, hey, I'm going to be at the AVNs. I'm a little newbie here. You want to work with me? Let's work together. And like Brandon was the one that like I felt most comfortable with because he and I had talked previously. So like when we got together, it was like, okay, hey, what's up? You know, like we're friends, whatever. And I mean, after that, I was like, yeah, I don't like how this looks. Never used it. <laughs> and I mean, now I probably. Wait a second. Wait a second. This is the boy girl scene? Yeah. So, did, so your first BJ scene you didn't like, and the first boy girl scene you did, you didn't like. <laughs> Pretty much. 
you you a hard critic on yourself because I bet if I go look at that motherfucker, you probably got that. I probably like, man, that shit was money. You know, yeah. sometimes he, we could be our worst critic, you know, period. Yeah. So like so describe, you know, the scene, describe, you know, that experience of being um, on there for the whole time. So the BJ scene, that scene was actually done in Dulles at Exotica this past December. Yeah. And that's the first scene I really like ever posted on my OnlyFans. Many vids, whatever. Um, that scene actually wasn't that bad, to be honest. Like, I kind of was a little critical of it. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to care. Let me post it, whatever. And honestly, I now like it. I love the way that, like, I look in it. The way that, like... I can feel I'm actually like enjoying myself in it. Mm-hmm. So basically it like started off where he was like on the couch because I got a room with a couch in it because I'm fancy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fancy. So fancy. So, fancy. so like he basically was like, yo, we gotta go out, you know. I got to go catch my flight. And I was like, all right, well then, you know, since you don't got time, let me give you a little surprise for your flight home. And I took him to the bed, laid myself on the bed, had him standing, pulled his pants down, and I went to town on sucking his dick. (laughs) So the way that I like to suck dick, though, is I like to take my time. I'm not one who, like, wants to just, like, you know, full-going, hardcore, face-fucking type sucking dick. I'm a type yeah, of you, 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 a sensual, you a sensual lover of the dick. Yes. So, like, for me, I basically, I sit there, I take it, I, like, go all the way in. And then I'll slowly come back out. And it's just like, you just take your tongue and lick the head of it a little bit and just tease. I can be a tease too. So, and then you go at it after a couple minutes. So with the boy girl scene that you did, like, um, how did it start? How did the flow go or what have you? What position did you do? Um, so that scene, oh boy, that was so long ago. (laughs) Um, that one came about, I started like giving him head and everything. And then we were in, he was on top first. Mm -hmm. And then he fucked me from behind. Mm -hmm. And after that... He wanted, we wanted to get a, um, come shot scene. So we did that and by like him being on top and everything. And that was basically the scene. Like that scene wasn't like all that. So. I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. So now you said that you reached out to talent. Um, a lot of females, I think they tried not to do that. 
You know what I'm saying? But to me, I think the smart move is for girls to reach out. Um, you know, period. What do you what? It like put it this way. What do you look for in the time that you would work with for content training? So for me, I'm willing to work with like most people as long as like you have good vibes. You're not one who like has an attitude or can get like disgruntled or whatever. Like if you aren't responsible enough to give me the shoot right away and sign papers right away, I'm not going to work with you. That's just not how I am. And if you make like a problem out of that, then you're not worth my time. Oh yeah, because paperwork's got to be signed first before we even do it. Damn, <laughs> yeah. And I always felt that content is strange. It you supposed to get the wrong uncut anyway. Videos, as soon as it's finished, you know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't take long to dump. And well, well then again, it depends on how big the files. Are, but that's another conversation for another day. But um, but. Who else have you worked with as far as like with talent, companies, producers, or what have you? You know, period. And what have you learned from being in front of the camera that you did not know before you got in front of the camera? Um, so I have worked with Emma Lilly as well. Mm-hmm. And I recently worked with um, Hectech Desires. As he shot a scene with me and three other talents. So it was King Piped Her, Kay Berg, so Burgundy, and Prince is his name. Wait a a second. So you you had a three-man gangbang? Yes. Oh, my. Okay. You know, so... (laughs) I like you, because, see, I like a female that say, fuck, putting my toe in the pool. I'm just going to jump in the pool. That's what I'm talking about. Goddamn, if you was around, I'll give you a high five and a hug, girl. So, <laughs> tell us, I mean, uh, okay, who came up with the idea to do the game, buddy? Um, so, I think it was me, actually, because I love gangbangs and blowjobs. Like, if that could be, like, my thing that I do... That would be the things that I just do all the time. Mm, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had them in your personal life? Yes. Oh my good. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> which, which okay, what's the most guys you had game made wise in your period? Whether it's film 13? or huh? Thirteen. Okay, tell me about it. Cause my listeners want to hear this story because you just ain't gonna say thirteen and hear about it. now how now how now how did now how did you get into that position and yeah just take the picture. Okay, so basically, I was I'm into like I go to swingers clubs and stuff sometimes. So I met a guy through a swingers club that introduced me to hotel parties. And the host for the hotel party was like, hey, are you, like, the type of girl that, you know, would fuck a bunch of guys? And I was like, well, you know, I've always wanted, like, a gangbang, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, I got you. I got you. So my first 
ever hotel swingers party I got there. And he was, I was a little nervous. I sat on the couch and he's like, do you want to go to the bathroom and suck my dick to start off with? (laughs) And I was like, hey, why not? So it was the host, the co-host, and me in the bathroom. And I'm sucking like both of their dicks, whatever. And then they were like, you want to go to the bedroom now? And I was like, sure. So I laid on the bed <laughs> and I had one guy on the right side of me, another guy on the left side of me, and another guy basically fucking me. <laughs> and after that guy was done, another guy came in. And it was just that for like, I think an hour. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So, it, it, so okay, they did... Okay, did they have all three holes or just two? Um, so I don't do anal. Okay. But it's something that I'm like working up to. Mm-hmm. So it was just two. Okay, then, okay, then, okay, then. So <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. So you what we call the party girl. You had a ball and stuff. So and I'm pretty sure you got more turned on as it progressed. I'm pretty sure you you'd love the attention. Mm-hmm. You know, really. You know, and everything. So, shoot. So, with this now, that was a personal game band. Now, with this game band, you with professionals. All right. So, tell us how that game band went down. And, you know, what was your thoughts? Was you nervous before it was about to happen? How did that game band come about? And who so, okay, you, go ahead. I never really like shot something, shot something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was a little nervous just because, like, my body type, like my knees and everything, and being on a hardwood floor on my knees, I always can't do that. Mm. But I did it anyway. And honestly, once you get in the moment, it just you you lose all thoughts. And it's you like Yeah. And it's like you just go with the flow and you're like just chilling, vibing, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was like, sometimes we had to take a little break, whatever. That's like in any normal type of thing, or I think normal to me, because if you can't take a break, then fuck. Holy shit. I, I'm saying you got to take a break. <laughs> shit, dude, I don't give a damn if you nut once, goddamn. Well, actually, in some cases, twice. In my case, twice. Uh, you, you you got to reload. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes it gets hot in there because you can't yeah. turn on the air, air conditioning. You know, it's, yeah, I mean, shit, you know, I mean, yeah, trust me. I 15 years in the game, I can tell you that. So, uh, but I mean, like, it just started, you know, They all, all three of the guys came in. I, like, went to town on one, like, pulled his pants down, started sucking them off, Started doing something else with my hand to another person while the other person is, like, trying to take off my underwear and everything. And, like, it just became a thing of, like, I was actually editing the scene prior to, like, my entire, like, thing tonight. But Mm. (laughs) basically, it was just we started on the floor, went to the couch, got... Fucked on the couch while I got like while I was sucking dick, and then 
having my hand on someone else's. <laughs> and I mean, eventually it became like a thing of that. And then turned around, took it from behind. And I, in the end, they all like, you know, eventually like just come, came to on my back. That's not gonna escape. got this piece. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, it was great. I'll say that. I participated in. <clears throat> I never participated in the game, man. I participated in a, a orgy, a threesome, and reverse game, man. Okay. It was three girls and me. So, um, I, I I couldn't do a game, man, because I'm not gonna be fighting over pussy. Most I do like a, a maybe like two guys, me and two other guys are the best. You know what I'm saying? But not to the point of like five or six. He's just sitting there just jacking your dick waiting your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen you know, that before too. And he'd just be looking all sad and depressed like, God damn, man, come on, man, hurry up. Shit, you've been here for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <Take a battle. laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, so, um, now, of course, with you being a supersized woman. I know that um do you I'm pretty sure you ride dick. Yes. Most definitely. And stuff. And um a lot of times you don't see a lot of big girls do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean they do it, don't get it twisted. But um I always hear about the difficulties. You know, pretty because the difference between fucking, you know what I'm saying, off camera is that, and on camera is that we have to pay attention to what we're doing on camera, you know, period. So it ain't just, okay, you riding the dick. Also, you got to position yourself to ride the dick so the camera can see the dick going to pussy and blah, 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 blah. So speak to, like, you know, when it comes to riding the dick or what have you, you know what I'm saying, being on set filming? Um, so I actually will say I never have ridden someone's dick on film. But like in my What? Yeah. Have not done that Get yet. Get the fuck out of here. Have not. I would have. <laughs> what is wrong? Hold on. What is wrong with you producers and male talent? We want to see Miss Kiss ride dick. We want to see that. I am manifesting that in 2022. I want to see reverse cowgirl, fucking cowgirl. Damn it. Now go ahead. Um, but like I would love to, like, definitely reverse cowgirl. That's my favorite fucking way to fuck someone. Um, but in my personal life, I don't really even get on top either. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like a thing of like their preference. Because when someone, I feel like when someone's with a bigger girl like me, they don't think that I can be on top. And that's the stigma around it. Yeah, because that's something I wanted to discuss because it's like they think that y'all only supposed to do missionary and, and doggy. <laughs> and, and to me, a guy that was a male, that's been a male time for 15 years. I can sit here and say I did every fucking position with a supersized BBW you can think of. She even yeah. squatted on the dick, you know. Period. And I think that is so that they they make y'all so underrated for that. 
I agree with that, yeah. And, I mean, even now, like, I watch some people's porn, and there's girls that don't really ride a lot of people's, like, dicks. Some girls do. And the girls that do it, they do fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm, like, the one that's t- willing to do it, prove to people, you know, it ain't that fucking hard to just film something like that. Yeah, because I never forget, I had a conversation with a prominent producer in the BDSM side of things of porn. And I asked him, I said, why you don't have no BBWs on the side? He said, because I feel that the BBWs can't be flexible enough or be able to do some of the stuff that they was asking the girls to do. And I was like, you don't know the right BBWs. Exactly. <laughs> There's some big girls that are very, very flexible. Let's keep it 100. So do you think like the industry sometimes underestimates y'all and your ability? I do. And I mean, it comes down to, like, even some people who think, like, oh, well, we're supersized, so you can't really be on top. You'll break the person. Like, bitch, no. If you are willing to fuck a supersized girl, then you gotta be willing to let me ride your fucking dick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I totally fucking agree <laughs> because I'm sorry. It was like I had one girl that she wouldn't do it. I was just so fucking disappointed. Now I got her to ride me reverse cowgirl on the couch, but she would not give me that cowgirl on the bed for nothing. I was like, and you got a fat ass on top. Big, she had a big, pretty white ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Carolina Blue shots out there. She even listened to this podcast. And she would not ride it. And I was like, they want to see you ride it. Even to the point, you might find a hotel that has an ottoman. There you go. Use the ottoman. You in the, he in the chair. He leans down the chair. You squatting over top. I did that. You know, I used to love it. Well, I used to smile when I saw a hotel room with an ottoman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think what it is and what it comes down to when someone tries to ride like someone i think for me personally it's sometimes scary because it like you can have a hard time trying to get it in and somebody who wants to make good porn i feel like that's probably their issue they don't want to like fuck it up and sit there and be trying to get it in so many damn times but i mean that's like, you just got to try it. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But at least be willing to try it. I think I think what the, the thing of it is, is that with producers, and like I said, I, I always keep it 100. They get into the habit of BBWs, especially suicide BBWs, that they, they want to see missionary and doggy. Mm-hmm. The reason why, because one... It's selling point. They feel that a big girl riding dick would not go over. This is this is conversation I didn't have with fucking producers for real. I was like, what the fuck? That don't make no sense. <laughs> you know, period. Because to me, a big girl that can ride dick, especially if she really know how to move her ass, is 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 a showstopper. You know, period. It's like someone walking into walk into school with new shoes. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's, 
trust me, from seeing years and years and years, Hollywood slept on me, man. And could have did a better job with it. You know, period. From live, you know what I'm saying? Because so many ones they didn't have and stuff. And and from looking at your pictures, I think you're on your way to being one of them. So uh, I do I do give people their roses. You feel me? I... Yes. <laughs> so so with that, so um now we gotta get to the part of the show where pussies go dry and the dicks go limp. This way it gets serious. We had a little fun, but now we gotta get to the real shit. So now it's always been a stigma that there's a lot of money in porn. You have the boom only fans, you had all the ladies now gravitating, a lot of women as well as men gravitating to the business of adult film. Now they want to call it content creation. That's another issue that I have for another day. My listeners know what I'm talking about. So speak to the ups and downs of this business because you do have sites like you have. Um, what platforms you on? So I have uh, many of it. I have OnlyFans. I recently created a Fansly. Okay. And I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> like okay, those okay. are the main three that I use. Okay. So speak to the inconsistency of the money. And then the other part of it is what do you do as far as promotion or what have you to increase your income with it? Go ahead. So I actually am on Phoebe, which is like a feeder site, even though like I am not into like the whole feeding thing. Like I'll make videos like that just because mm-hmm. I smoke weed and I like to fucking eat when I get high. <laughs> so I'll just smoke keep over. like, oh shit, you know, let me make a video. This could make some money. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm always thinking, oh shit, this could have made me money. This could have made mm-hmm. me money. But, like, do you actually, like, do it? No. So, sometimes I'll do it, sometimes I won't. But, like, for me, I recently, like, got a lot of fans just from posting on, like, Reddit, Phoebe, marketing. Like, making an Instagram page has helped me. And I have, like, friends that'll sometimes, like, send shout-outs whatever, but it's not always, like, the greatest thing in the world. Like, you could be having all this money in your account, whatever, have someone, like, buying all your content one day, and then the next you, like, go from 60 fans to, like, 45 fans. And then you're like, well, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> and see, you see what I find funny, because I was listening to a uh, YouTuber saying, it's gonna it's gonna go up and down. Yeah. They'll be back. They'll be back as soon as they see something that you do that you like. Exactly. You know? So and, it's like go ahead. But like for me, it's a matter of really working hard and making sure that you are like constantly just like sending out messages to your fans, always posting like something daily. If you're not posting daily, at least like every other day or every like two days or so just so that 
you actually have something there because if you're like someone who doesn't post nobody's going to want to stick around but see the thing of it is is this um what people didn't realize is how much you have to become a business owner with doing this because you're basically damn near running your own business you know um from editing because you were talking about you editing like what what software do you use to edit with um so we use sometimes i use final cut pro just because i back when like in high school i got really familiar with it because i wanted to do like photos and like video editing and now i kind of have leaned more towards wondershare just because it's a little easier to use a little bit like non frustrating in a way. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. That's how I was with uh Magic X and right now I use uh Windows. Okay, Windows, okay. Movie maker, the the actual painting. So and people don't realize how tough editing is. You know what I'm saying? In in so many ways, especially when you're trying to do trailers or or what have you and everything. So and it's interesting that you do your own editing. You all and also you also have to do your own promotion, of course, and stuff. Speak to the time consumption that you have to put to this business. Oh geez. <laughs> so I will say literally pretty much my entire day is consumed of being on Twitter, being on Instagram, looking at my messages, retweeting stuff, tweeting stuff, anything and everything. And then when it comes to editing, that takes me hours because I am very picky on how a video will look. Like if there's a blinking light or if a light looks like it's blinking, I'm like, shit. How do I fix this? <laughs> oh, yeah, because I, I swear, man, editing is the headache. Um, I remember them days. I mean, I still edit to this day, even though I'm retired, because I edit, like, new trailers for my old shit or what have you, and now adding to podcasting now. So now I got to edit audio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, graduation Ooh, video. It takes yeah, a man. lot of fucking work. Like, I was editing earlier, and I was like, yo, how do I make these clips look better? How do I make them look like it's not jumping from clip to clip to clip? And I'm like, fuck. To fade is a beautiful thing. Just a simple fade. Just a simple fade. I was like, like, yo, how do I make this look better? He's like, you're fucking stupid. All you got to do is fade or dissolve. Fade That's or dissolve. I was like, yo, don't make fun of me. I'm a little tired right now. You know, period. Because, like, one of the, my smoke buddies, Eliza, right now, she gets down with it. Like, I'm looking at her shit like, damn, you doing some music video shit. I hate you. Because <laughs> I ain't that good. I do my shit simple. You know what I'm saying? Just straight yes. to the point where maybe some music with it or what have you and everything. But, you know, just. Because, because you want it to pop. And when they look at it, it make them say, let me go look at that shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Yep, I agree. Like, I have, like, my BJ scene, I actually paid someone to shoot that scene and to edit that scene because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I thank <laughs> him. I praise him because he is the best motherfucker around. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. You want to shout him out? Uh, his name is Man Fury. Yeah. Yes, I know Man Fury. Yeah, yes, I know Man Fury. he is yeah, I know great. Man Fury. He's, he's a beast. He's a legend yes, in the game. Yes. He's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend. I'll, I'll be getting him on the podcast one day. So now, also, let's talk about sexiness because it's funny. I got, I, I don't, it's not often that I actually say what the title is. She is size sexy. All right. Now, one, I see you have confidence within yourself. You come from in your own skin. You know. Um, you also make it a point to move, take pics, to create the illusion, the image of a sex symbol. You know. Um, speak to looking your best investing in looking your best in the whole nine as far as image because ladies don't realize when you do porn you're actually a model because you need pictures you need professional shots you need more than the fucking selfie and the webcam shots to be taken seriously so speak to that so it took me actually a long time to just be even comfortable in my own body but knowing the angles that work for you actually helps a lot and knowing like i still sometimes don't know what the fuck i'm doing with trying to take pictures or anything like that but you know being confident in your body and just accepting like oh this picture will look good just do that this picture doesn't look great oh well like for me if i take a picture even if i don't like it i still post it because i know other people will probably like it yeah, cause cause I'm sitting here looking at your uh, your bookings now booking for Vegas and Chicago. I mean, like you just look amazing, yo. It's just <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, like I mean, shit. I honestly just was bored in my hotel room and literally just took pictures with my ring light one night and was like, you know, I'm gonna just take this picture. Let me pose like this. Let me pose like this. Whatever. And they actually came out pretty damn good, and I was really excited with myself. Yeah, because it's like, I'm gonna ask you this: How much confidence porn has given you gave you as a super BBW versus before porn? I will say it has raised my confidence tremendously. Like before being in porn, I was a depressed emo bitch. And I'll admit that. Now I am more confident, more independent in myself. I like actually want to look and feel good. And it's like, you know, being in porn and having to like take pictures daily makes you feel good about yourself. Oh, yeah, because it's... uh... Because even to the point that with you now doing what you're doing, because I take it you were doing a, what is considered a meet and greet, per se? Per se, yeah. 
Okay, then. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, now, we get a little bit more scandalous in the premium smoke room, which you need to go to subscribe to right now for $4.99 a month. You get extra content, podcast series that you can only hear in the premium. And you probably might get me and her chopping it up a little bit more candid about that side of the business. You down for coming back to coming back to the podcast for the smoke room? Oh, I'm totally down. Okay, then. So now we shall continue with this. Now, um, with the meeting, the meet and greet, that's a different type of confidence. Do you think the porn has helped you gain confidence to do meetings? Um. So I'll say this, before I even started in porn, I did one meet and greet, and I fucking hated it. It, it was a thing of, I was pretty much like, this dude is fucking nasty, I don't like this, like, let me not ever do it again. And now, I realize I gotta talk to people a little bit before I meet them. And, like, this dude that I met tonight, he was fucking great. He was one of the nicest people I've ever met. He brought me chocolates as a gift. Like, it was just fucking incredible. It, it sounded like he was a fan, actually. That was he, me. I honestly don't even know if he was subscribed to my OnlyFans before he found, like, my Trias page. And then he, I think he found my page and then went in and decided to like try to like meet me and go to my OnlyFans page and everything else. Yeah, because see, the thing of it is, is that to be honest with you, meet and greets are part of the business because porn stars. Okay, I, I look at it like this if people want to meet Ariana Grande, right? Yeah. Probably not as I think they want autograph, they want picture, and all that good shit, right? Mm. Porn star. <laughs> I don't need to say no more. They stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, when they go to them conventions, they're asking, well, do you do you do meet and greet? Do you do bookings outside of the, you know, the uh private bookings? You know, private, you know, private sessions. <laughs> I've heard that so many damn times. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like they, he, he up there paying you for a picture at the booth. He up there trying to get, you know, to see if y'all can meet up later. I mean, it's it's part of the business. I don't care what nobody say. It's just what it's like. Put it this way: to me, a female that does it all has the best chance of making the most money because you're expanding your repertoire and you make you create more ways to make money. You know, period. Which brings me to the conversation because it's something that you was mentioning about game bank or what have you what's the brand that you want people to know Kaylee Kiss Kaylee Kiss by oh boy (laughs) so I honestly don't even know I've thought about that for a while and I can't ever come up with anything just because like I, there was a time where I even thought about changing my name and rebranding myself. So I haven't really come up with that type of brand. I mean, sometimes we do it 
unwittingly because it's like um because like I said you only been in the game for a year so your repertoire has, it, it still has to grow you have to get to the point of like role play scenes um definitely want to see you with some heels and just being honest and I know you're going to be like huh give us some standing pictures how tall are you I am 5'9 I wish I could come to the phone put you over my knees thank you you need to be posting <laughs> freaking standing pictures you're tall so I know you got good, cute, sexy legs. Good night. I can imagine what you just look like. Okay, the stockings. <laughs> so the thing is, with taking standing pictures, I never know how to fucking pose right. And I feel like I just look like a dumbass just standing there. Okay, then I'm going to tell you what you do, right? And it's going to sound funny. I mean, it, do what we used to do back in the day. We used to have, like, the magazines, and we just had the girl pose that way like pose like this the key to standing poses is you want to give length and like so that's that's length now also if you have a photographer that understands curves because the key to giving the best pictures for bbws is based off their curves you know period so with you i'm pretty sure you got a nice set of legs you know, I can see you with some, you know, thigh stock because I can see you even wearing some heels. Definitely can see you probably with some leggings, you know, period. And all it is is like just when you're doing the stance, like one of the poses I used to tell girls to do, I used to call it the Buffy, where she's saying, facing the wall away from me, she put a hand on her hips, turn, and legs wide, shoulder length wide toes pointing forward, but keep them forward as she turns, you know, period. That used to tell me with her leg, if she, if I, if she ain't even got a booty, can I create one? Because she's sometimes a female cannot have, some people may not have a butt, but when she got a doggy style, she got a butt. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, BB Derby's in the hall, even skinny girls. So, so it's kind of like, yeah, because you being 5'9", mm, mm, give us some standing shots, girl. I'm just saying. <laughs> I plan to. I plan to. Most definitely. And, stuff. and like I said, I know it's a lot of your bagging. Are you into BDSM? Yes. Okay, then. Okay, then. See, let's go into that bag for a minute. So I take it submissive. I, yeah. I can be, I'm very submissive, but I can also be a little bratty. See, yeah, I kind of figured that because I, 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 I ain't take you for no pain slut or no shit like that. <laughs> you look like someone that want to be coddled and cuddled. A little bit, but I also want to just, uh, some. And also yeah. be punished a little bit too. A little spanking. A little something, something. Like, I am the type of person that loves sensory deprivation. Mm. So, like, that, you can just literally put some ears in, blindfold me, tie me up, and have your way, and oh my god, I'm there. Like, tell me what to do, do whatever to me, and that is the number one thing that turns me the fuck on. 
love being a dog. <laughs> I mean, oh man. Because I'm sorry, it's um I mean, have you done how much have you done in the lifestyle media Um, I've done a little bit, but not very much. Like my ex boyfriend was the one who actually like introduced me to it. Okay, okay. And how did he introduce you to it? Um, so he introduced me to it by like showing me like videos, saying like, you know, this is what I like, this is what I want to do, and it kind of became a thing though where he was more submissive and I was more dominant. So. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird type thing. And now I'm like... Wait a second. Wait yeah. A second. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He just with a complete switch once he introduced it. Damn. Yeah. It was, it was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but, 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 but not to make fun of anything like that. It's, you know, that's one thing about, like, our business about the lifestyle in general that you can be yourself, you know, and 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 not ashamed of it, you know. Because like I said, I've been uh Dom for probably a decade or a little bit more, what have you. I probably was before then didn't even realize what I was doing. But um so had, would you be collared? Or would you be collared? Um I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, see, you probably never thought about it, have you? Not really, no. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, is that something that you would like to implement in your filming in the future? I would like to. Like, I am definitely trying to, like, just. Be, for me, it's I am willing to try anything once. And if I don't like it, then I won't do it again. But if I do, then I'll keep doing it. So now, um, us as porn stars, what have you, a lot of misperceptions that we don't have a life outside what we do, right? And um, we have families, we have kids, jobs, um, the whole nine away at me. So what's some of the misconceptions that you ran into just your first year doing this? And on the other end of it, which I don't know if you were dating, single, what have you, whatever your status may be, or what have you, what, what's the, the reception you get when you come to dating when people find out this is what you do? Um. So when I first got into the porn industry, I am currently with my boyfriend who I've been dating for five years almost and I'll say this at first he wasn't like with it he was like a little nervous didn't really know much about it and now that I'm like really diving deep really into it he's like well shit you know you're this is like your lifestyle now whatever like I love it and he's like actually fucking proud of me for once. And yeah. 
<laughs> like, he's like, hey, you know, if you want to do it, do it. Like, I ain't going to stop you. And sometimes he'll even, like, sit there and help me buy things that I need, like my lingerie, whatever. And then I am polyamorous. So I recently started dating a female. And she actually decided that she wants to cam and make videos with me. So that's going to be happening very, very soon. <laughs> so, you're saying, mm, just... yeah. <laughs> He's so, also at yeah. so. And you cam, so I didn't even, even tap into that. So yes. how's the cam working for you? Um, so I recently stopped doing it for a little while because I am currently reorganizing and redesigning my cam room mm-hmm. and I got new furniture and everything that's coming like next week, whatever. And as soon as that furniture comes in and I set it up the way I am, I'm probably going to be camming almost every day. And I love camming because it like lets me be myself and I'm a very talkative fucking person. So like, <laughs> I can just sit there, chill, talk, listen to music and just vibe. Like, I love vibing. Like that's like my good, my room is gonna be all about good vibes. You know, like I'm very into like Buddhism and whatnot. And that's just what what I am. So that means that when I bring you back, we can talk about energy, tantra, and all that, huh? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I was just doing an episode with hey, I see, I always fuck her name. God, my homegirl, Nikki. Yeah. Anyway, she knows who she is. Yeah, we were just talking about energy and stuff like that and everything. So, yeah, because... um. I know it feels good to have a significant other dad in it. Do you think it helps also anchor you when you go into, when you come to adult film? Because it also keeps you out of the bullshit and the hijinks and and getting people getting in their feelings situations. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I think it does a little bit just because I will, like, for me, I used to get all up in my feelings and shit, like, when, a couple months ago, when all this shit happened between me and someone else, it was like, you know, I got in my feelings, like, this person really fucking hurt me, and said some shit to me that was like, fuck, is this true, is this not true, and it fucked me up for a little bit, and I was like, you know what, I'm not even, like, I almost quit. And was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. And my, like, everybody, like, my boyfriend, my family, everyone was, like, my rock. They were like, why would you stop just because one fucking person says something to you? Yeah. 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 So, just to give you a story, I had a producer tell me, this is why I work with Wendy Webb. He said, I don't, he had an opportunity to work with her. He turned her down. He said, I don't see how she can make money. Because she was a superstar BBW. She squirts. She's freaky white. 
whites beside BBW and very attractive. You know, period. I said, nah, she she she, she gonna kill it. So she comes work with me. After she works with me, yeah, she kills it. He hits me. Now he said this statement on Twitter and, and on the timeline. But after I proved him wrong, he goes in my DM. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you was right, you was right, you was right, you was right. You know, period. Cause people don't realize, hey, big girls get down in this business. You know, period. People want to see real women. Let's keep it frank. That's cause, because reality, we in the, in the age of reality, and they want to see real women. They, they don't want to see the fake boobs and all that all the time. This, this, third. They don't want to see the skinny girl all the time. They want to see a super-sized BBW. They want to see a BBW. You know, period. Hey, they want to see a BHM. Shouts out to Benny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Like, you know, that's what... When I came in, I was like, do people actually want to see this? And then when people were like, oh, damn, you're hot. You're beautiful. Well, shit. Okay. I can actually, like, you know, let me do this. Let me see what happens. But let's go back for a second. You say you was poly what? (laughs) I was was what? Sorry? You was poly. You say poly amorous? Yes. Okay then. So, um, in the relationship that you're in, is he allowed to play, or he's not allowed to play? Um. So he is allowed. Like okay. we just have a, we just have rules. So, okay. um, our basic rule is we just tell each other, you know, where we're going, who we're talking to, and like. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a big deal for me, but if he wants to go see someone else, that's fine, whatever. I'm fine with it. And he's fine with like me doing it as long as like we're open and honest with each other. It, that's the key today is honesty and also a strong core, you know, period, because you can't bring anyone to the circle if the circle is not complete. You feel what I'm saying? You know, period. Yes. And also, I've been said this, monogamy is mental more than physical. And people, I think the world is starting to see that now. Because you, you hear a lot of people now doing poly, open marriage and stuff like that. Why do you think it's becoming more prevalent now than ever before? I think it's more so the the world is like changing and evolving. And people are starting to realize, you know, I can have fun with my husband, but also still have fun with someone else and still go back at the end of the day and love my partner that I'm with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I love you. I'm married to you, but I also like to have some exterior dick and you can go get some exterior pussy. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. My friend is the type of person that his testosterone level is a little low, so we don't fuck as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. And I am a kinky fucking freak who needs sex like weekly. Yeah, I can tell. I can actually tell. Just <laughs> so, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? Seriously. 
energy from your pictures. I can feel the energy from the pictures, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, he understands that, and he knows, like, if I'm not, if we're not going to have sex, I'm going to find it elsewhere. And that's how I've always been. Like, even past relationships, I've just always never been really monogamous because I don't like sticking to one person. I'm a very, like, loving person. And I like to spread that love and just be with whoever I want to be with. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I said this before. I said a lot of time when men cheat, a lot of men, they cheat. They actually probably want to be in a relationship. They just ain't got the balls to admit it. You know, because it's like a lot of our views of what marriage is and love and the monogamy is more of a religious tip than that of actual emotion. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's to me, if your marriage can handle it, yeah. And then it's funny because a lot of times you see they get into their forties and fifties, and they're like, you know, something. Let's let's go swing. <laughs> yeah, I think we can go swing, babe. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, the main thing is if your marriage is good or your relationship is good. You know. Yes. And and because if it's not good, then the jealousy, the resentment is going to creep in. It might creep in anyway, but not to the point to where it would damage you. Because, I mean, it's just a tad bit of jealousy as in, that is my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am the one that gets more jealous than he does. (laughs) There was a moment where he actually drove to meet someone and I was like, yo, I don't want you to do it anymore. And he's like, are you fucking serious? I was like, yeah, I don't want you to do it anymore. And this was like when we first started getting into it, and I was like, you know what? All right, never mind. Just fucking do it. But see, you done fucked it up for him now. (laughs) (laughs) You done fucked it up for him. He probably didn't even go. He might have went, but I'm just saying. This shit, I'm like, nah. It was me. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I ain't going. Nah, I ain't going. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't about to have this off. No. Because you see, you see, yeah. I don't fucking know what happened. I don't know. I, I don't, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, but I mean, it's either way, it's like I said, it's y'all have a, a bond that's very strong, you know, and two, y'all allowing yourselves to be yourselves. So that's why it's working. See, you if you're not who you are, you're going to be miserable in any relationship you're in because you're faking it in the relationship, you know, period. Mm-hmm. So I can agree with that, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, just like, hey, if 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 dudes want to get pegged in the ass, okay, get pegged in the damn ass. It, trust me, you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gay because it's not a man that's pegging you, and it's not exactly. a man. So it's just a very intense uh, prostate exam. I never partake in it. No. Exit only, exit only, except for a tongue. You can rim all day. I can do that. <laughs> but Miss Lady, you know something? I really enjoy talking to you. I I want you to come back as many times as possible. Are you a smoke buddy now? 
Yes, I am. Most definitely, most definitely. So are you planning to go to any of the conventions when they start up once this I, corona? Yes, I, mean, I am. Uh, Look, I am already booked for Exotica in Chicago and plan to go to every single one of those. I plan to go to Expos Miami. Um, I have like dates that I'm traveling coming up soon. So I'm a big You're going hard, yo. You really going hard. You know, like, like, yeah, you, 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 you trying to get some awards. I see. Just a little bit. <laughs> but, but I mean, but 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 like I can tell females, and this is be advice to anyone. It ain't about how many dicks you fuck. It's about the quality of the dick that you fuck. Meaning that your body count need to need, need to be tonight, you know, period and stuff. So the question I would ask you before we 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 depart or get onto the what we call it, because I I've been damn I forgot to even ask, is. How important is cachet to you? And what I mean by cachet is their experience, fan base, and the whole nine is to you when it comes to picking a male talent to work with, to contact, what have you for content training. So for me, I don't really base anything off of it. Like, I mean, you have to, if you're a male talent and you want to work with me, you have to have at least a little bit of a following. Otherwise, if you're like OnlyFans has like three posts, five posts, whatever, I'm probably not going to work with you. But if you have like a little bit of a following, you're posting on OnlyFans, whatever, I'll probably give you a chance to work with you. I mean, to me, if you have like 500 followers for 100,000 followers or whatever, I'm not going to care if you're someone who I see has also worked with somebody else. That's a definite just because I know that like you've already worked with like an established talent. Yes. It's iron sharp as iron. (laughs) Always. Uh, It is shit that even with me, I wanted to work with females that was experienced because it's a whole different level when you deal with someone that know what they're doing in front of that camera versus someone that actually don't. Now, women is different for y'all than men because us is about keeping our dick hard. Y'all, some of y'all just take just like a fish take the water. (laughs) And and I can tell you one of them ones that was swimming very well. So, so, oh, most definitely. So, um, I'm definitely looking looking forward to bringing you back, so we can chop it up and talk about some some more stuff on the poly and and um, what you got planned moving forward in the next couple. Because I know you, we, we talk about the Zog, we have like any shoots or anything or anyone that you gonna be hooking up with. Um, so I am going to be going to Vegas February eighth through twelfth and shooting with. I think right now it's four different people. (laughs) And then I'm going to be doing like a little bit of a photo shoot there. So I'm not like trying to do so many shoots. If I mean, if anybody else shoot while I'm in Vegas, I'm always like down to do that. And I will even try to find people myself. But like, I 
basically want to try to plan to go somewhere every month to film at least two shoots. So shoot. So, um, damn, I didn't even think to ask. Uh, are you into women? Yes. Okay then. Okay then. So shoot, but shoot, you 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 might need to holler at some girls out there in Vegas to do some girl on girl. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm so scared to approach women and ask them because I know like some women are like, yeah, I'll do it, but like other women are like. Oh well, this is a little awkward. Like I don't know you, and we'll only do it well, with their friends. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all. Well, I'm about to give her a jewel, real quick. I I, I seen the links. What have you? Check out my girlfriend, she's Gemini, um, cause she's out there in Vegas, and my smoke smoke buddy number two, who's having a show pod series, is gonna be in the premium smoke room when we date. So. Because they also know people, have contacts and stuff of that nature, and they do girls. So, um, because I, me, one of the things I love doing about this podcast is connecting people with people, the way they, where they can establish, you know, friendships, fitness shoots, or what have you, you know. Period. Because I live by curiosity through y'all. Because I'm not doing it no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, with that being said, baby girl, tell everybody where you can spend money on you. Um, so onlyfans.com slash Kaylee Kiss or my money biz, which is also Kaylee Kiss. See, there y'all go, most definitely. And check into X videos because I've been telling people about that, you know. Period. And of course, check out, you know, uh, Excite Bunny because they're my sponsor. And actually, it, it's not it, it's not too bad for what I see. Uh, it's just really starting, so you see what it'll do, you know. I got to plug them and everything, and I really enjoyed you, Miss Lady, and I can't wait to bring you back for more episodes. Mm-hmm. So, I can't wait to come back. No doubt, no doubt. So, people, you know how we always end these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful episodes for the lounge. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Thank you for coming. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right